Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Getting out there and getting out of your comfort zone is, is really challenging, but also very rewarding and definitely worth it. But it does take a bit of practice to force yourself to go out and do things you're not comfortable with. <laughs> My name is Esprit Devora host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. We are here in Dunedin. It took me forever to pronounce that city in New Zealand, celebrating the most extraordinary women in tech. And I am so grateful to have Josephine, who's been flexible all day long and all night long as I've been trying to get from Queenstown to Dunedin in order to celebrate her. Hello, Josephine. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody and tell them a little bit about what you do. Okay, well, uh, hi there. My name is Josephine Trana. I am the communication and marketing manager for a fintech startup called Price Inside. Uh, Price Inside is a AI-powered um, mobile application, and we do financial trading. So what we do is we provide intelligent trading opportunities uh, presented in a simple and engaging manner. And this enables traders to quickly get a nice overview and make decisions about trading and do it in, with more confidence. And now... The company is in Dunedin, New Zealand. You're in Dunedin, New Zealand, but the company was founded in Denmark and you're from Denmark, right? Yes, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so what brought you from Denmark to here? Has there been a culture shift? Uh, tell us about that journey. Yeah, well, actually, it was it was quite a long journey. It took us four months to get here. <laughs> um, well, my husband grew up in Dunedin and I'm originally from Denmark. So we've been living in Denmark for the past 10 years and at least eight years together um, and my husband founded the company uh, about a year ago so I kind of jumped on and and joined him and, and we and why Dunedin well he grew up here oh uh, he grew up here so, so he yeah. founded the company when you were both living in Denmark yeah and then you guys moved back essentially relocated back to to Dunedin where he grew up yes that exactly. makes sense yeah what is the startup culture like um in Denmark versus New Zealand uh, it's definitely bigger in Denmark. In I mean, Denmark. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there is more going on. Uh, I wasn't that much a part of it in Denmark. Right. Um, so I haven't got a close look at it. Right. But I could sense there was, there was more going on. But Dunedin is kind of starting as well and really putting in a lot of effort to, to get a really good startup community here as well. So 
It's growing. I mean, a lot of people, when I, I first arrived on the North Island in New Zealand, said, oh, you have to make sure to make it to Dunedin. That's where the university is. That's where the tech. Spe-. So it's definitely on the radar of the country that Dunedin is where it's at. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it is a university city. So there's lots of students and there's a lot of things going on. So yeah. I can I can believe that. That's probably true. And and Casey, tell us a little bit about Casey. Who connect? I mean, you, we got connected. I think in multiple. I think different people told me about you, but Casey specifically. Tell me about Casey and his organization. Well, uh, Casey runs uh, the startup uh, office here in Dunedin. One of them. There's actually several, but this one is the right next to the university. And he's. I mean, they're doing a great job, and and it's a great workspace and great place to go and meet people. Uh, we work there every day of the week, pretty much, and and it's just it's just an amazing space, really. Just the opportunity to to go somewhere. And it's called the startup office. Startup Dunedin, uh, the distiller. And and is it a co working space or is it a government funded startup accelerator? Uh, it's a funded space. Uh, I think University of Otago is funding it and the city council. Um, but it's it's a bit of a mix of startups and some more permanent uh, people who, who use the office space. And when did you first, you know, you're surrounded by the tech community now and your life now, but it wasn't something that you were involved in right away. You said in Denmark, you weren't as part of the tech community. When did you first discover your love for technology? <laughs> well, that's a tough question. Um, I don't know if it's, well, it is the technology, but it's also just the whole process of learning something new and challenging myself. And, and yeah, the, the entrepreneurship and the journey is, is really exciting. Um, I used to work in a laboratory and there was also technology, but yeah. in a different sense. It was more medical equipment and for analysis. Right. Uh, so I always kind of like to play with the machinery. Uh, and I kind of have been watching my husband doing tech startups and kind of asking him about it and kind of find it really interesting, Um, especially because we're working on artificial intelligence and it's quite uh, fascinating. I mean, AI is really complicated technology. How'd you learn how to communicate it? I'm having a hard time communicating (laughs) it right now. (laughs) Yeah, well, it is quite difficult and I have read a lot <laughs> and I have really really there's still a lot I don't understand about how AI works basically I mean it's, it's a lot of different softwares and, and things that put it all together and it's quite quite difficult to to comprehend really um, so I have been studying it a lot um, I can't code it or anything like that uh-huh. but I kind of get an overall understanding of how it works and I have been working on, on some of our promoting material like the white paper which meant I really needed to actually understand uh, a bit more about the artificial intelligence that we use um, so I have just learned by reading and studying it really what what um, tips would you give us to for those of us who want to get interested into AI and know nothing? Where should we start? Is there a blog or a book or YouTube videos? Yeah, I guess YouTube videos is, is a good way to learn. And um, also, there's some some videos that uh, make it 
a little simpler and easier to understand some of the two-minute videos and, and, and things you can find on YouTube definitely makes it a little easier to get into it. What's one challenge that that was really uh, daunting for you that you successfully overcame? And then what did you learn from it? Probably, I mean, there's a lot of challenges, especially being a startup. And there's a lot of things that are uncomfortable <laughs> and that you don't necessarily want to do, but you have right. to do. And so just the whole mindset, I mean, changing your whole mindset of, Getting out there and getting out of your comfort zone is is really challenging, um, but also very rewarding and definitely worth it. But it does take a bit of practice to force yourself to go out and do things you're not comfortable with. Totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's probably the biggest challenge to actually do these things. And you probably ask a lot of questions. You're lucky that you you're able that your husband's the co-founder that you're you're probably a little bit more comfortable asking him questions where maybe someone in a different position would feel like, oh, I may not look smart enough if I ask questions. And so asking questions, how much has that benefited you in your learning process? Uh, I think that's I think it's really important to ask questions, really. And um even though he's my husband is the co-founder, he's not necessarily the one who knows most about some of the things, and so you also need to to ask some of the other people. And I know he he also does that. He finds people who who can do the things he can't do. Right. Uh, so it's also about asking the right people and and asking questions is, is part of it, and not being afraid to to ask is I think essential to to get the right answers and, and the answers you're looking for. I meet a lot of wonderful women in tech who work together in their companies with their partners, which I find awesome stories to tell. What are some insights you could give us on how the both of you make it work? Um, well, <laughs> we have different tasks and I think that's important. We know um, what our tasks are. Of course, we work together, but we also work separately. Uh, so not everything we do together, we, we have each of our things we need to do and, and my focus is definitely more in the marketing area and my husband works more in, in managing and taking care of the development and the tech stuff um, so I think also keeping things separate totally um, is, is quite important there totally like really understanding each of your roles and how they differ and letting um, each one of you do what you're best at yeah um, and like tell us more about the company who does it serve? Um, where do you want to see it headed in the next year? Um, well, the company is, uh, as I said earlier, we're an AI company. So we base our product. Which is artificial intelligence. Yes. In case you guys didn't pick that up, like right from the get, I should have said that sooner. <laughs> so our product is is aimed at uh, traders in financial trading. And what we do is we use... Uh, artificial intelligence to generate trading opportunities uh, then on top of that we actually use the next generation of artificial intelligence called uh, explainable artificial intelligence <laughs> XAI which makes it easier for our users to actually understand the, the predictions we make so this gives better insight into how the machine came to a prediction or conclusion and I think that's really one of the key aspects of our product is that we will 
provide explanations and essentially better reasons to make a trade or yeah misunderstanding i mean essentially the the reason for your company's existence is to help people make more money i guess <laughs> like which that. is not a bad thing right am i well, wait am i wrong well people are trading and they do spend a lot of time actually analyzing market data and figuring out what they want to trade when they want to trade how to do it and it's really time consuming yeah and we want to cut off some of that time make it easier make it simpler totally uh, and which is also why it's a mobile app because you want to be able to do it when you're on the way to work or whatever where you are and just simple and quickly get a good overview say oh this is a trading opportunity should i trade and also give you a good understanding if this is actually a good reason to trade or not which is why we use the explainable uh, artificial intelligence to make it a lot easier to quickly make a decision but also to gain confidence uh, it's easier to trust something if you have a good reason to trust it if you can see that it makes sense what it says totally <laughs> where can people find out more uh about the company online well you can go to priceinsight.trade can you spell it for us yeah uh p-r-i-c-e-i-n-s-i-g-h-t dot trade C-R-A-D-E. Perfect. And uh, are you guys on social? A little bit. <laughs> but really, the website's where it's at. And how can people connect with you? Well, they can reach me through the, through the website. Um, I am on, linked, on LinkedIn as well and Facebook. Um, can you spell your name for everybody for LinkedIn? I can. <laughs> but it's long. <laughs> uh, so my name, Josephine Camille Trana, uh, J-O-S-E-F-I-N-E. K-A-M-I-L-L-E-T-R-A-N-A. Oh, you know, no big deal. <laughs> and and Josephine, one last question or like two last questions. One, your favorite tech tool can be a website, can be a resource, can be an app, a mobile app. What's your fave? Um, I really, I mean, I spend a lot of time doing online courses, mainly because I find that it's, it's a really good is there a certain organization you use? Uh, this is different, uh, but the Open University has uh, quite a lot of free courses and all sorts of areas, and that's that's really valuable. I it's think. just openuniversity.com? Yeah, I think they, yeah, that one, and maybe it's UK because it's a UK-based uh, company. So you guys Google Open University, and Carl, our amazing teammate working on the show notes, please Google Open University <laughs> to see the exact URL. We'll include yes. it all in the show notes. Definitely some good courses there if uh, people are interested in, in learning something Sweet. new. And your favorite book? My favorite Personal book. or professional, yeah. Oh, I'm reading a really good book uh, called The Emperor of All Melodies, which is a nonfiction book about the story of cancer and it's very exciting it's it's really good but it's kind of told like a story so yeah it's it's, it's very very good book awesome we'll include that in the show notes too josephine thank you so much for hanging out with the women in tech podcast for being so flexible you guys remember to say hello on women in tech socials at women in tech show on instagram on facebook on twitter i will see you guys talk to you guys hear you guys in the next episode bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>
Traveling New Zealand, featuring and celebrating amazing women in tech all across the North Island and South Island, I came across James with Werewolf, and man, was he helpful in connecting me to the women in tech community in order to enable me to empower these incredible women to move forward. So just passionate about women in tech. My name is James Burns. I'm Chief Marketing Officer at Werewolf, the app for venture tourism operators. I've had the pleasure of working for a lot of really smart women, and uh, both in tech and outside of tech. And it's just generally been my experience over the last 20 years that there's not nearly enough women's voices in leadership roles in, in tech companies. And so I just think it's important that we have that sort of voice. Uh, myself, I have two young daughters who today are four and six. And I want to make sure that when they get to an age where they're ready to start their first company, that they have all the opportunity and support that they need. Werewolf makes it easy for adventure tourism operators, everything from skydiving companies and bungee operators to jet boating and rafting companies to go paperless, to handle the guests from arrival all the way through departure, um, check them in through a really beautiful custom-branded iPad app, ask them a lot of key questions, take that data to build a customer marketing database. Werewolf was recognized by Deloitte in their Fast 50 Awards for this year as the rising star one to watch. And as we move to the United States, it's really important that we continue to capitalize on the kind of growth that we've experienced over the last three years. And we're doubling, tripling the size of the company annually. Queenstown is the adventure capital of the world. Right, we have 150 plus adventure tourism operators just within a 10 minute drive of where we're sitting right now. Any activity you can think of you'd want to do, you can do it. Bungee jumping was invented here. Jet boating was invented here. I mean, there's so much that happens here. There's so much innovation around the adventure topic that we're really primed well to leverage that. And that's no better place for us to be based. Be sure to explore more about Werewolf at GetWerewolf.com. That's G-E-T-W-H-E-R-E-W-O-L-F.com. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.